Well, welcome back to another edition of Boilers Extra Podcast here at JC Online and uh, courtesy of SoundCloud. Appreciate you checking back. Uh, this time we're talking basketball following Wednesday night season opener, uh, season opening victory over Green Bay, 79-57 uh, at Mackey Arena. Jihad Proctor was uh, kind of the star of the game, or he was the star of the game, 26 points. Uh, for the graduate transfer, he played like an experienced guy, uh, and it, it showed up. You know, I thought the first half was a little rugged, uh, a little choppy, uh, a lot of turnovers in that in that first half. You know, first game, uh, you're getting a getting a feel for things. But I thought in the second half, after they got through maybe the first four or five minutes, that Proctor and Eric Hunter Jr. Uh, just kind of took over uh, and, and kind of pushed the lead out and, and gave gave Purdue uh, you know a, a comfortable feeling that um, you know that Green Bay really wasn't gonna gonna make a make a strong run to to get this game and as Matt Painter said afterwards the the game never got to a to a one or two possession game where you know he had to call a timeout or uh, he had to settle things down but um, but Proctor was uh, was the man tonight and uh, it's good to see because uh you know there was there, there's going to always going to be some questions with this team you know early on to where, where the points are going to come from uh, after you lose a prolific score like like Carson Edwards and you know Ryan Klein and, and what they did uh, from from not only the three-point line you know with Klein and Edwards but what Edwards did in trying to get the basket he was always he was always a guy that was going to get you a basket uh no matter what and now, you know, I, you know, I, I think this this team's gonna gonna feel itself out a little bit to see who's going to be that guy. And I think Proctor was that guy tonight. Uh, there's other candidates on this team uh, to be that to be that guy, and that may be the beauty the beauty of this team is that they 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 might have multiple weapons out there that can put together a string of six to eight points uh, in a in a quick hurry. Uh, to either to extend a lead or to get you back uh, in a game, and I, you know, I thought we saw tonight that Proctor can be uh, can pre- can be that guy. But uh, and obviously everyone is aware of him, uh, not only because he plays tonight at Purdue, but where he came from, because he was a probably a highly sought sought after graduate transfer, as those guys are. And it's not a surprise he scored 26 because um, here's a guy that scored. Um, almost averaged 20 points a game at high point, and he, you know the year before that he he, he averaged like 16.4. And, uh, excuse me as I yawn, <laughs> so, so pardon me. Uh, and you know tonight was his uh, 27th 20 point game in his career, so he he can put the ball in the hole. And you know the issue uh, coming into the game. At least, you know, based on uh, what Matt Painter was saying, uh, you know, trying just to get him to look for a shot more in practice, and you know, he's probably he was probably turning down too many shots in practice, and you know, tonight that that was not the case. You know, maybe he just needed the lights on, maybe he needed to be on the stage, but uh, he, he put on a nice performance, and now now the competition increases because you got Texas coming in. Saturday, then you go to Marquette next week. 
Uh, and so he's going to be a bit of a marked man. And the other guy that, in my mind, that stood out was Eric Hunter Jr. Uh, not only for the stretches that him and, and Proctor kind of played off each other and, you know, uh, got Purdue a, a comfortable lead. You know, those those two scored the first 15 points of the second half uh, for Purdue. But, you know, Hunter played with more aggression tonight than uh, maybe what he did in the exhibition game, at least for longer stretches. And uh, take whatever you want out of an exhibition game. But uh, I, re- I really thought that... Uh, he, he was on the go uh, for most of the night tonight, and I, I think that was a uh, that's a good sign for this team. Uh, and if he can stay with that attitude and and keep pushing pushing the ball, there's a car I hope gets pulled over for speeding. He's just going too fast. Uh, but you know he, he's a guy that it's going to be. You know, I, you know, I think Aaron Wheeler is probably the X factor overall when you look at the se- season from start to finish. But Eric Hunter's also going to be an X factor guy, probably from game to game. And when you look, when you get to the end of the year and you look back, you know, you start counting the big moments that he made some plays, and I think you're going to count uh, a whole lot. Uh, you know, speaking of Wheeler, nine uh, team height or nine rebounds tonight. That was a that was a stat. I think that was impressive. He played 30 minutes. Uh, and that's that's the thing going to be that's the thing that's going to be with these these sophomores, uh, you know Wheeler and Stefanovic, you know and Hunter and, and Travion Williams. Travion's not going to get to 30 minutes, but you know they're, they're going to have to play more minutes and they're going to have to be productive in those minutes and still play uh, with the same same energy. And I thought Hunter did that tonight. Uh, I thought he was really effective. Uh, uh, in, in what he did, and on the defensive end too, came up with a couple of steals, uh, put put a lot of pressure on their guards. Uh, so you know some so, some good things out of him uh, tonight that they, they can use uh, moving forward. As we mentioned, Wheeler, uh, this kind of a solid game, got the double figures, but got the nine rebounds. You know Matt Harms was, uh, you know he was going to be a tough matchup inside for Green Bay, and they knew it, and they tried to. Uh, sag off, you know, sag off the perimeter. Tried to take away the inside game, especially with you know when Harms comes in and then Travion Williams uh, comes in. Uh, they they just didn't have the the bulk and the size to match up with that. So they understandably played, tried to shut off uh, the inside as much as they could and left left the ball in the hands of Proctor and Hunter. And uh, those two, especially Proctor, later in the game was able to break down the defense uh, off the dribble. Um, get some easy layups, get some baskets, get to the foul line. Uh, so Purdue had a pretty well-rounded effort from from the scoring standpoint. They handled the boards okay. Uh, yeah, I guess the the one disappointing thing, and again, it's just the first game, uh, just the the number of turnovers in the first half. Nine. Uh, they only had two in the second half, but the nine turnovers was uh, you know a little a little too much that you expect out of uh, uh, Painter's team. But you're also breaking in. Uh, uh, a new backcourt, and uh, you know, no Joe, no Joe Eastern was in and out of, of the lineup. We'll talk more about him in a second, but he was kind of in and out. Uh, he hadn't, you know, he didn't play in the, in the uh, close scrimmage, didn't play in the exhibition game, so you know, he, he clearly had some rust. Uh, but just the the number of turnovers uh, in the first half was a little disturbing, and then only two in the second half. Uh, you know, tells you they cleaned it up really good and 
took care of the basketball a lot better. And when you do that, you're going to get you're going to get more opportunities to, to score. And uh, you know, Purdue uh, Purdue did that. Uh, you know, so a couple of concerning items coming out of the game. Number one is, uh, I guess, uh, one and one A right now would be uh, Nojo Eastern's left hand. He went up for a field goal attempt uh, about five minutes ago in the first half, and whether he got hit. Not sure exactly how it happened, but uh, he came down holding his his left wrist and pinky finger, uh, and you know he, he was he was in some he was in discomfort. No no question, he was in discomfort for an extended period of time. Uh, so much that they they took him out of the game. They went to the bench, but then they went straight back to the the training room. Uh, to get a look at it, Matt Painter said afterwards that it's nothing is broken uh, that at least he was aware of. Um, so, but then Eastern came in at the end of the first half. He started the second half, but then he reaggravated that injury later in the game. Came out and didn't come back in. Now, you know, Matt did not have an update after the game. You know what what his status. Uh, was and you know what you know what it's going to be uh, moving forward but he was in as, as I said he was in discomfort and he was in discomfort both times and that's that's really something to watch right now with with this team because you are you know the next two games are ones where you need your full complement of, uh, of players uh, I don't think there's any uh, any question about that uh, when you play at uh, a Texas and you play Marquette on the road, you, you're going to need No Joe Eastern uh, at you know as close to 100% as possible, and that that may not be uh, that may not be realistic based on his foot injury. Uh, you know his conditioning uh, probably is not where uh, it needs to be, but it's understandable because uh, you know he's been out, he's missed he's missed some time, and it's hard to stay in condition when you have a foot problem uh, so that that's a something to keep an eye on uh, over the next day or two to uh, to see where that's at and the other the under the other injury question I feel like I'm covering football here uh, because football's had its share and uh, some of the uh, some of the injuries uh, are creeping into the uh, the basketball realm uh, right now you know I guess I'm gonna get a complex because the teams I cover uh, are injury prone, uh, but Sasha uh, Stefanovic uh, did not play in the uh, season opener uh, Wednesday night. He, he developed a foot injury on uh, Monday, and he was held out tonight. He was in a boot. Uh, Matt Painter said afterwards it's not a sprained ankle, so it's not anything swollen, but the injury is in the foot, so that leads to a lot of speculation exactly what it is and the timeline for that Purdue did put in its release that it put out that the injury is not expected to be long term but they've already determined that uh, um, Stefanovic will be uh, uh, questionable for Saturday's game and Matt Painter talked about talked about it a little bit after the game that he's not sure how long he'll be out it might stretch in the next week uh, you'd like to get him back Saturday ideally uh, I, I don't know if that'll happen, but you'd like to have him when you go on the road uh, at, at Marquette, because you know, as, as I mentioned earlier, you'd like to have all your all your guys uh, for for the next two games, 
but in particular for a road game, some guys that have some experience and um, being able to handle that environment up there. And, you know, Stevanovic, one of their better three-point shooters. Purdue did not have a great night from the three-point line. Uh, they were 6-19. and 19. Both teams really struggled uh, to, to put the ball in the hole from beyond the arc. Uh, you know, Purdue, Purdue played pretty good defense out there, uh, knowing what Green Bay was going to do. Uh, you know, Purdue had, Purdue had some more open looks. Proctor had some open looks. Hunter uh, had some open looks. I believe he was one for five. Uh, so there were opportunities there, and you know you're dealing with some some good shooters, but you, you didn't have Stefanovic, and I think that that's probably contributed to the six of 19 uh, from tonight. You know, Arms hit a three early in the game, uh, and I that always uh, that always gets the gets the crowd and the team fired up when the seven three biggie uh, goes out there and drain drains a drains a long shot. So uh, you know, all in all, you know. In some regards, a typical first game. Uh, some some uh, rough moments early, but uh, Purdue did enough, had enough uh, to, to to pull this one out. And the other, you know, piece of news, probably not surprising, is that uh, Mason Gillis and Brandon Newman uh, will redshirt uh, this season. At least that will be the plan. Uh, and that leaves Purdue with like uh, ten scholarship players uh, to to go to battle with this year you know 10 should be enough but if you get you know like tonight if you don't have a Stefanovic or Eastern you know misses some time or uh, at some point in the year you know at some point this season you're going to have a player or two that that, that are going to miss they're going to miss games and it just happens in a, in a 30 game season so it's going to you know not having the two freshmen will whittle away at their depth uh, a little bit, uh, but you know the the short term, you know short term, you know any any short term potential success, uh, you know is not worth it when you look at the long term goal for both players and this program and where they can be uh, in, in four to five years. Uh, you know Matt Painter brought up an example tonight of Ryan Klein. He wished he would have redshirted him his first year uh, he ended up winning a game at Pittsburgh by hitting some shots but do you trade one win or two wins during the course of a of a year of a guy's freshman season for a fifth year performance that may reach all Big Ten status may reach you know a higher status than that you know if he you know, if he can win you two games as a true freshman, how many games can he can he win you as a fifth-year senior? And I think Painter's also always taken the long view on that. And he doesn't redshirt guys just to redshirt guys. His quote tonight was, you know, I don't redshirt guys that I don't think are going to be, you know. You know he redshirts guys because he thinks they're going to be good. And he thinks both these players are going to be good, and I would agree with him. Uh, even though we haven't seen Mason Gillis a whole lot because he had the knee injury, uh, and missed his senior year at, at Newcastle, but you know, I think what Newman has shown at the high school ranks and also on the AEU circuit tells you eventually he's going to be he's going to be a really good player. And I think you know based on what I've learned about him in, in the short time uh, around the team is that he, he's willing and ready to embrace the defensive role that Matt Painter wants all his players to embrace. And if he gets that out of the way, his offense will come. You know, and I think. 
again, if you, as you look down the road, you're looking at a couple players that are really, uh, really going to help this program. Uh, you know, may, probably make some strides uh, in, in a few years, and if, even if look at next year, because uh, you do, you lose some pieces. You lose Proctor, and you lose uh, Evan Boudreaux. But if everybody else comes back, then you're filling in with Gillis and Newman, along with uh, the guys that you're recruiting uh, right now and that are that are getting ready to sign. So you, you've got. Um, it, it seems like there's a there's a clear plan in place for both. Um, you know, they they would not get on the floor a whole lot this year based on the positions that they play. Uh, and as Painter said. You know the players have to agree to this. This is not something where he, he he twists their arms and says you have to do it. You know he presents the case. You know he told us the other day that he he gets out paper and he writes it down and he shows them. You know there's only 200 minutes in a game. These guys are playing this minutes. These guys are playing that minutes. You know we're and here's your minutes. And they're not there's not a lot of minutes right now. Uh, so you know I think he presents a pretty clear case. They talk to their families. And uh, this this comes to be, uh, you know, the be- the best decision. And there's, you know, there's two or three examples on the current roster that are redshirted, uh, and are seeing the benefits of it now. And we'll see the benefits of it uh, down the road uh, with Aaron Wheeler and Stefanovic and even Matt Harms. Uh, so it's not a uh, it's not a negative thing. Both guys can play. They're talented players, and they just won't. You know, the plan is not to get them on the floor this year, but. If you get get in an injury situation, um, you know they could they could pull off that red shirt. And you know this is kind of off topic a little bit, not completely off topic topic. But I've often wondered, you know, once football put their red shirt rule in the place where you could play four games, you know why doesn't why hasn't basketball followed that suit? And I'm going to ask Painter about that on Friday if I remember, uh, because yeah, it seems like a, a a thing to do where you know in football you play 12 games. Uh, and guys, freshmen or other other players, can play uh, in four of those games. And so why not come up with uh, the same percentage in basketball in a 30-game season? Uh, you can play six to eight games, maybe ten games, uh, to get a feel for whether whether the guy you're considering redshirting, you know, uh, how much he can help you, how much they're ready to play. And I, and I think that would be. You know, I would think that would be a big rule, big rule that the coaches would want, uh, just to get them out there to, um, just to see. And you know, we're we're seeing that in football, where you know, and I, you know, I think with Purdue in particular, I think you're going to see um, maybe a few more freshmen. I know there's not a lot left, but you see a few more freshmen, uh, maybe get on the field this week at Northwestern, but it also maybe. Uh, down the road against uh, Wisconsin and Indiana, just to you know see what see what they're made of, and you know get them a little taste of the uh, of competition. They've been they've been preparing to play uh, for a lot of the year, and you know I think the same should be done in basketball. But anyway, I, I hope to ask Painter about that this week, and I think that would you know I think his comments will be interesting to see if it has been a discussion. Um, whether he would like to see it, because uh, he, he is a guy that redshirts not quite a bit, but enough to make it to make it a factor. 
so anyway, uh, Purdue wins its season opener. They're, they'll be uh, up uh, again on um, Saturday against Texas. Uh, Sam King will cover that game for, for us uh, while I'll be in Northwestern uh, covering football. Uh, so anyway, thanks for checking in. Uh, and again, if you have any comments, questions, feel free to, to email, hit us up on Twitter, uh, and, uh, subscribe, tell your friends and neighbors to subscribe to the podcast. And since you're listening to this, I figured you already know how to do it. And if I could explain it to you, I would, but I can't cause I have no idea how to do it. Yes, I'm old and I'm not at the quite get off my lawn stage, but, uh, I, I think, you know, I think you guys know how to get find a podcast if you want it. Anyway, thanks for listening and uh, we'll talk to you the next time.